the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Pastor Ed Brody today. Uh, Blaine Nurse, he's gone on vacation. He's in Cancun, Mexico. Blaine, I hope you have a good time. If this is your first time, you've joined us at Cornerstone Radio. Our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Ed, good good evening. How are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. This has been a, a good good week. Blessed many times by God this week. Amen. I love to hear that. You know, I know that we have a lot of things that are going on with the homeless ministry out there. And Mm -hmm. do you have anything that comes to mind last week that you can share with our audience? We have a couple that come to us and ask for prayer. Mm. And it's always interesting because you ask, what do you want prayer for? And they'll say, I I just need prayer. Mm. So you pray kind of general prayers for them. We have things, of course, that we always pray for, and that is their health. Uh, we pray for their protection. Mm-hmm. We pray for their provision. So those are kind of standard things. But I just it just kind of struck me as odd that – not odd, but as a, as a great uh, thing that they come to us and ask for prayer. They don't have a specific thing to pray that they want prayer for, but they want you to pray for them. And uh, and it's always kind of encouraged and encouraging to know that uh, that they are relying on God out there. You know, uh, you're absolutely right. Um, I know we had a gentleman who uh, his mother passed away yes. that was out there, and he came running out to us because he wanted condolence and he wanted someone to talk to. Yes. And I just, um, to me, that touched my heart very warmly yes, and very did. strongly with that because he was asking for us to pray with him and to help him through this time of his tragedy. And um, and he knew, he said, I could come out to you guys and talk to you. So the audience, that to me was a blessed thing and just showed us that they, how God is impacting their lives out there. Absolutely. They, uh, th- this this uh, kid that came out and <clears throat> wanted the prayer, um, the, the thing that amazes me is that here they're on the street and, and they are doing drugs. Things happen, but yep. boy, when things happen, they know who to turn to. Yes, and uh, that's one of the things I think. I'm going to talk a little bit about pride today, but that's one of the things we can take pride in is that <clears throat> they have the confidence to come and talk to us because they know they know what we tell them or what they tell us is in confidence, mm-hmm. and that we support them and we'll pray for them. You know, this uh, folks did uh, this took time for us over uh, over years to get this. Um, 
trust built up. I think they had trust built up probably about the second, third year they've been with us. But um, it just shows that if you're out there and you're being real and you're letting God affect them and not of ourselves, but just being there for them and that, that the trust you get, they can come to you in any crisis. We notice that they – no matter if they've been using, non-using or not, they are very open to share with us. And I think that's uh, – I, I love that because it's a trustability. And yes. um, and I, we t- I tell them, you know, a lot of the kids, they'll um, say, John, I need to get off this and that. I want to get into there, here, or there, or what. And I said, you know, our first step is that you got to be truthful. And if you're truthful, I can help you. If you're not truthful – then we're kind of in a dilemma. So, but they're very truthful out there. And sometimes I wish not as so truthful as what I want to hear, but that's what it is, folks out there. So, um, we got to realize that they are a person. Um, I, um, you know, they're going through tragic times, and that God calls us out to help them and to take care of um, his 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 people that He loves. It's his yes. it's his son or daughter out there, and this is going to go very well with today, folks. Um, the name of the show is going to be my foundation and building materials, and um, God has put this on me. I know that I've been studying through this for the last week or so, and I just I just love it because. Um, where is your foundation and where are you building your building your house at? And there's scripture out throughout the Bible that tells us and where our foundation is. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start off and I'm going to, it's in first Corinthians uh, chapter three, verses 10 to 16. I'm not going to go really through there, but basically folks, what God is talking about, what, um, what we're talking about here is um, where do you where do you lay your foundation? Who is your foundation, and what do you build your house upon? Jesus always said um, upon the rock that you should build your house, right? Because yes. you can weather against storms. So, well, the foundation is the first thing. If you ever know in building a house, you got to have the foundation to lay the material to build your home up, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you know, and I and this is what we have here, and I just want to say what I kind of wrote, what God was speaking to me. It was God's grace to me that laid the foundation we have, and that foundation is Jesus Christ himself. And, you know, grace to me, I I know what grace means, and I'm sure you know from what we've been taught through the ministerial schools and stuff like that. But I I always have a dictionary next to me because I know what it means, but I want to look in the dictionary and kind of see what it is. And I'm going to read this to you, audience, and what it says. We know that grace is a noun. Okay, but it, this is what it says in the dictionary, and it says charm, attractiveness, easy and refined motion, manners, ornament, accomplishments, favor, divine favor. Interesting. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting to see that. Okay, the, for some reason, just wasn't. I knew with grace, and I knew divine favor would be should be in there. Short Thanksgiving before or after a meal, a title of a duke or an archbishop. And it had added grace to honor. So that was grace. And then I looked at graceless. This is, you know, and graceless had two words. (laughs) And I loved it. And it said, shameless and deprived. Um, You know, that reminds me when I didn't have the Lord in my life. You were graceless. I I, I was graceless. We all were. And I was deprived of what God's blessings were. God still was blessing me. I, I thought it was of my own doing, as that we all do, folks. But 
that's where I, I started off with my writings was the, uh, God's grace to me laid the foundation. We have Jesus Christ. I, the builder, and it goes on talking about God talks about in um, what um, talks about in here in First Corinthians. It talks about what how you're going to build your house. And God, uh, and, and, and um, the scripture goes on to say, are you going to build your house out of um, gold, silver, and jewels? Or is it going to be of wood, hay, or straw? And because this is going to be the test of times. And then, and I, and, you know, and I'm looking at this and I'm listening to the scriptures. It goes, and I'm going to read it to you, folks, so you can kind of keep up with me. It says, because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others are building on it, but whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have. That was Jesus Christ. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials. Gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, the fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if that person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great losses. The builder will be saved. And this is where I, I, I think this is interesting. But like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. That is like almost getting, through, getting to heaven by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. Your clothes are smoking, but you're in heaven. Gracious that you are. Then that's, it's one of those things. But I started thinking about where God was talking about this. And I, I, I wonder why, why they put in, um, in the scripture here, why they put gold, silver, and jewels. And I, you know, I said, ah, here's my dictionary. Let's go to the dictionary. I know what the meaning is, but just want to give you guys a little background of what it says. Gold, it says yellow, precious materials, wealth, and beauty. Silver, this is out of the dictionary. White, precious metals, things made of. And then jewels is a precious stone, a personal ornament containing one precious thing. I started thinking about that, and you know, when you're building upon that and you're using that to build upon your foundation, what does God look at us when we're with him? And when we're building the right materials, does he not look down on us and say, what a beautiful son and daughter that I have that is staying on my foundation and building upon me, that I may help him to build upon his walk with my walk? And then as I start thinking, all jewels are of some kind of a stone. And I went to a stone in the dictionary, and I read stone, and it said a piece of rock, gem, hard seed, a hard seed of fruit. And I thought, interesting. And I thought, okay, well, jewels are a piece of a rock, so now we're building a rock so we can build our house you know, and um, through stone, and then the build, and then I, and then I, wrote, I looked under build, and it said construction, depending on. This was building under the dictionary, make or form, and I just used that and depending on, and I just thought that was an interesting word because who do I depend on? I depend on Christ. Amen. And so I wrote on here that, that God put up on my heart. I wrote on says says. Um, I, the builder, must be very careful of building on this foundation. The materials we use to build should be of gold, silver, and jewels, and not of wood, hay, or straw. For we do not know what a day may bring. Even though we go through the, tri- even though we go through trials, we c- we can withstand the storms. 
if we the builders construct and depend on the foundation of Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus, a wise builder builds his house on the teaching of Christ. Jesus is the solid rock foundation I build on and I grow on. Together, we are his house built on the foundations of the apostles and prophets. You know, we talked, that one was in um, Ephesians 2, 20. And then it goes, and then I went on to say, and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. The building we build will, um, will, uh, will house his spirit where God lives. Yep. And that is also in, in Ephesians 2, 20, and talks about the temple. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, Ed, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, you know, all that you're saying reminds me of a song that I like. It, uh, on the solid rock, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Absolutely. And, you know, when I was going through these foundations and seeing Scripture started coming up, and when you know how the Holy Spirit works. And, and it just brought me to certain places and throughout the Bible and building this foundation, folks. And so um, what my heart was is God was talking to me. Are you still building on that foundation, John? Are you building on yourself again? And then I, I was over in – I love Psalms. I love to sing Psalms, folks. Um, I'm a singer of Psalms. I love reading it, I also, but I sing it too. That's just me and what I do. But I, I was in Psalms, and Psalms 11.10 came the verse mine, and it said, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey his commands will grow in wisdom. Again, it's, it's what we're building on, Ed. And that, to me, was just one of those things where I can keep – I can go – I can keep – I've been going on and on with this foundation and how much it intertides with us in the Bible and what it says. So that's where, you know, the foundation, I, I believe in a heart we got to have, which is upon Jesus. And if we stay there – and I always said if we – as a coach, fundamentals of the basics was always necessary – to get you to advancing to your degree and performance wise. And if we stay with the basics and we keep going back to the basics and remembering it and keeping it in mind, we'll stay on track. It's when Amen. we start thinking we got that down. That's I don't need that no more. I'm on to bed. That's all good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not because it can lead you astray. Yeah. And I'm going to follow that up because one of the foundations we have is to make sure we understand who is uh, who's running things? Yeah. Who is it we depend on? And of course, it's Jesus. Right. And uh, but in any type of ministry, whether it's like ours with the homeless or even to even pastors, you get a lot of accolades when you're when you're in front of people, and it's very easy to start taking some of that personal. And one of the things that we have to do is make sure we keep the foundation. I want to talk a little bit out of uh, Matthew chapter 6, a few verses down. I don't know how far I'm going to go. But but it starts out reminding us um, exactly who we are and uh, and where our our, uh, reliance should – who our reliance should be on. But it starts out in verse 1. It says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no rewards with your Father who is in heaven. And what, when you do good things, when, you, when uh, you're out working to, to help people, you're going to get rewarded. Mm-hmm. The question is, where are you going to re- get rewarded? If you accept the praise of men, then you've got your rewards here on earth. 
But if you give God the credit, your rewards come when you get to heaven. Yes. And and these are the things that, for me personally anyway, I want to carry into heaven. Uh, I don't want my my rewards here on earth. I want them when I get to heaven because they're going to be so much better. And that's where the fire was coming in at, too. And and that's where I was going to lead a little later. But, you know, that's where God is putting us. And this is where the Holy Spirit takes over. I just love it. It is. It is. The next verse says, uh, verse 2 says, So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be noticed by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say. And you, if you if you blow your horn here on earth, you're going to get rewards. But that's the end of the rewards. If you give God the credit and and humble yourself, then your rewards come later when you get into heaven. Yes. And uh, so it, it's he's not saying you're not going to get rewarded. You just have the option of depending on where you want to get to receive the rewards. And then it goes on in verse three, and it says. Uh, and when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what the right hand is doing. Mm-hmm. It says, so that your giving will be in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And that's what we seek. That's, that's what we look for. And, and I'm going to be really honest with you. It's when, you tell, when we tell people what we do, getting people off the street, working with the courts, uh, we've got a new new thing that's kind of coming on us from the courts now where we're not necessarily helping people in the courts, but the uh, public defenders have called and, and given us people who need help getting getting ahead. And it's not maybe directly with the courts. Um, I had one, uh, one young man I worked with. He wanted to go in the military, so we went down to the recruiter and we sat down together and the recruiter laid out everything needed to do, needed to do, and then we sat down, the young man and myself, and laid out a plan of what he could do to try to fit this. Now, it it did work out that that's would was also going to be used in the court, but I wasn't doing it for the court. I was doing it because he needed some direction. I've got another man uh, just starting with him. This in the same thing. Uh, it, it's not uh, directly with the court. But it's going to have an effect because this is this. This young man even told me he says I have no direction. I don't know where I'm going. So mm-hmm. he at least admitted he needed some help. And uh, there, these are good people to work with because they want to get read better. They want some uh, advice on how to get to the next step in their life. Um, but you know, when you tell people that, they do. Oh, what a great job you're doing! And I and I'm not knocking that. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it becomes a great temptation to take that credit on yourself. You got to be very careful. Absolutely. You got, yeah, you do. And uh, and uh, so it's just uh, one of those foundations you build. Uh, John and I talk a lot, and uh, the one thing we never have a disagreement on is who gets credit for the things we do. Well, we know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's the foundation you lie that you that. You lay down when you start in ministry. Who's running this, me or God? That's right. It, you know, and and that's the thing about it. And um, just like in, um, I, I would, you know, the foundation, um, we're building our foundation on folks, and that's what we're talking. Uh, Jesus talked about this, and that was in Matthew 7. 
funny that you said Matthew 6 where you got yours. Um, yeah. We don't talk about where we're going to be in scriptures until the day we get to stow. So I just love it when God kind of puts us together. In chapter 7 in Matthew, um, verses 24 to 29, Jesus talks about building on his soul and foundation again. That is Jesus speaking this. And he tells anyone, um, he says, and, and 24 says, anyone who, this is Jesus saying, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Again, foundation, what we build, as we all know, is a building in, con- um, in construction. What do you put down first? The foundation, which is what made of concrete, mm-hmm. substance of a rock. Right. Okay. So, and then, you know, remember when I was talking about the, um, we do not know what a day may bring. Jesus talks about that through the trial stones. It says, though the rain comes in torrents and flood and waters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock, on a foundation. Mm-hmm. Here we go again. He's talking about us and through us and through about a house. But anyone who hears my teaching and does not obey it is foolishness, he calls it. Like a person who builds a house on sand, when the rains and floods come, the wind beats against that house, and it collapses with a mighty crash. And when Jesus finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite like on teachers of religious of laws. Jesus is telling us right there, folks, we got to build our foundation upon him. We cannot build it upon us or other things there, because What's going to happen when trials hit, storms hits, things in our lives it hits? Mm-hmm. If we're enrooted with Christ and built upon that foundation, Ed, God is going to bless us and He's going to get us through it. it. It might be tough, but He's going to get you through it, folks. So I don't know who this is meant to out there. If things are happening in your life, the storms are beating upon you, things are just crashing around you. I'm going to say, turn it over to Christ, build your foundation on him, talk with him, get with him, be, become one with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that things are going to be a magically all good, but things will get better. God yeah. will bless you. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know, the uh, just a little explanation of why we call ourselves the cornerstone. Cornerstone is when you build a building uh, back in the day, they would set that cornerstone up and the whole foundation, the whole building was aligned off that cornerstone. And when you put Christ as that cornerstone, you're going to build on a solid foundation. And as you build the building, it's going to be in alignment and it's going to be as it should be, square, if you're building square, but it's going to be square. So that cornerstone is extremely important when you start start doing in a building. And and with us, we call it cornerstone because our cornerstone is Christ. Amen. Exactly. Everything we have branches out from Christ. Yes. Um, we started out with, you won't believe this, we started out at the park with the water and bananas. That's where we started. <clears throat> yes, we did. Absolutely. Ed. Yeah. And, and we built up from there. And then we got involved with the courts. It started with trying to do a... a, a something with the courts and the homeless. And we ended up now that the courts, the public defenders call us to help people. And we're not, was just in their court stuff. And now we're starting to get calls of helping people in their life, not so much the courts. Yeah. But the public defenders are calling us. So our cornerstone was built on Christ, and he has always been the, the, the 
thing that we align ourselves with. And uh, he's uh, he's the one that's setting all this stuff up. So. Amen. I love that, Ed, and, and that's exactly what it was, and that's exactly what we built it from. Um, and he just, and from there, he just built and built and built. Gosh, it's already getting to the time of the end of the show, Ed. Uh, it just went so by so quick. Um, I hope it, I I want to give a shout out to Blaine. I hope Blaine that you're out there in Cancun and you're hearing the show. I just hope that you're having a great time. I'd like to tell uh, Goodwill, hey, thank you, Goodwill, for your blessings that you have given to us that we can help the homeless with clothing. Mm-hmm. And I would like to give a shout out to um, Javier. Hey, thank you, Javier, and your family from Sombreros. Great place to eat, folks. If you like uh, if, with Mexican food there. Um, if you would, um, they help us out with the food. So we're really gracious and appreciated that. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to, um, Jeremy and Tim over at Skyline. Hey, thank you, Jeremy and Tim for helping us with the homeless and Steve Forsyth, Elkhorn Westland Church. Hey, thank you, Steve. We appreciate all your help. Folks, I hope this has been a, a great night for you. We thank you for joining us in the show. I hope that your foundation is built upon Christ Jesus. And I hope that he will help you to grow into a ministry or even just the help of others that you need. Ed, I'm going to give you a last shout out. If you have anything to say before we close, no, just uh, just this, I, I'd like to have people pray for us because we do run into a lot of situations out there, and and I've, I've got to tell you, it's getting worse on the street. It's getting more and more dangerous, and we're seeing more and more new faces. Uh, I think it was you, John, that said you saw an article where the homelessness had increased by 10%? Yes, that's what they said. They did, they yeah. did the point of count. Um, those are folks that uh, they go out, they're volunteers, they go out and they do a, a count on the homeless. Yeah. And they said it growing within 10 to 15%. And real quick, I want to say, because there's more people, we have more expenses. If you'd like to donate, donate to us, Boy, would that be a huge help with what we do with the people out there. And John can give you the phone number for that. That phone number would be 619-715-6915. Again, that phone number is 619-715-6915. Just leave a message if no one answers. And, folks, we just thank you for being with us on tonight's show. I ask that God will bless you, enrich you in many ways, and I hope that you'll have a good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.